Hello, and welcome to episode 213 of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just a scroll away. Let me throw down some introductions. We got Brandon Hassler, founder and CEO of Market Campus. Howdy, Jacob. Paxton Gray, Director of Marketing Operations at 97th Floor. How's it going? And I am Jacob Perry, Digital Marketing Manager at Myriad Genetics. He asked you how you were doing. You just ignored him. I know. Well, you you said hi, and I ignored you too. (laughs) Well, that wasn't a question, though. He was like, he asked you how you were doing. Specific question (laughs) directed (laughs) at you. I'm sorry. I thought it was rhetorical. No, it was how are you doing, Jacob? I'll think about that next time and answer. Are you going to tell us? Uh, I I think I'll keep that a mystery. Fine. So here's something. Do you guys hate the new Instagram logo as much as I do? First of all, have you? Uh, I've seen that on every every single media platform that you have credentials for, you've shared your opinions on that. But have you guys seen the gif of the kid on Photoshop making the Instagram logo? Oh, yeah. That was funny. That is literally one of the best, best gifs I've ever seen in my whole life. And he just looks at the camera, gives the thumbs up. That's all. It really is. It's a great, it's a great, it's a preset gradient in Photoshop. That's like yeah. the perfect thing. Yep. Every mock-up that they like introduce, like, well, here's also what we were thinking on. Every single one was better than it was. You're talking the logo. about the video they came out with that face that they. Uh, um, oh, I saw. I just saw an article on Adweek where they had like all the logos. It was just a big image with. Oh really? All the different logos that they were pitching, like Instagram. To me, it's the square, the circle in the middle, and then it, it at least put the lines like for like that top brown part of the camera. They took out that horizontal line. And now it's just like a square with a circle in it and a little dot in the corner. Yeah. Have you seen the the photoshopped image? Uh, uh, no, no. It was a GIF where it turned it into a, a dryer. <laughs> I have so not. it showed the logo and then just the circle in the middle was uh, it showed tumbling clothes. That's funny. I'm all about GIFs if you haven't noticed. Anyway, I do not like Instagram's new logo. I, I don't know why anyone cares, to be honest. Drives me nuts. Every time I get Why? notifications, it just doesn't, it's lost like the feel of So they did make Instagram. a video. They released a video that yeah. same week that showed the process they went through to get the new logo. Kind of. Kind of. It yeah. looked, to be honest, it looked like they created it after uh, the logo was designed and they're like, well, how do we explain this? And it, it was kind of a cool video, but it was almost like they showed concepts that were like, a, a slight variation on the current or the old logo. And then like the last two seconds, it just like switched to this completely obscure purple gradiented logo. That was like nothing like what they were showing in the previous, you know, 90 seconds of the video. Yeah. I think they're just trying to fall more in line with Apple's OS. And I think it does that, but you're oh, right. I mean, yeah. if you're trying to, if you're trying to be, what Instagram was, which was kind of a grunge, hipster feel, they definitely wiped all that away. That's true. <clears throat> by the way, it's important to note, by the time this episode airs, the Instagram logo will no longer be new. Oh, yeah. well, we're, we're about four weeks out. <laughs> uh, so at the time of this recording, the It'll Instagram logo... It'll still suck just in came... four weeks, though. <laughs> President, so still President Trump has not yet been elected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was a good one, Pax. Thank you. I like that. Um, what else, Brandon? Anything else in current news that we want to talk about four weeks from now? I don't know. I'm just looking at these logos. Like, their layout 
it's funny how I'm looking at Instagram app and then I'm looking at layout and they uh, both like I think layout looks better because they used a flat design, whereas they used like the ugly gradient on the main Instagram. So I thought that was interesting how don't they use the same gradient for all for layout boomerang and hyperlapse layout uses a gradient with like within the lines yeah but it's the same exact gradient yeah but it's not it's, it's that background it's gradient i hate yeah it's inverted and i think it looks way better but i'm looking at all the, like snapchat flat it looks great linkedin's flat well, looks the, great it's still flat this is flat design the flat old as in like one is, was not flat yeah but this one is yeah this one's flat yeah uh, flat's the wrong word solid backgrounds Okay. Oh, okay, I got you. I like solid. I like, like, maybe it's the minimalist in me, and I'm not as minimalist as Dude, Paxton is, but I love... If you love minimalism, this is the logo for you. Of any, like, compared to their previous one, this is very minimalist. Did you know that the previous one isn't even the original? It's not? No. What is it? There was one that they used, I think it was before they launched. Uh, it was an image of a uh, an actual Polaroid camera. I mean, it was digital, like, someone digitally designed it, but it was an actual Polaroid camera camera uh, and they couldn't use that image it was a trademark image oh, no. yeah that's funny when i type in original the autocomplete is instagram logo there you go well with social you asked me if i had any other uh things i was talking to my wife the other day and she was on instagram like she always is and i asked her when the last time she was on pinterest was and she couldn't remember and then uh my brother was just telling me how many pinterest his followers or his wife had how many followers his wife had on Pinterest. And it was like six plus thousand. Like, man, I totally forgot about Pinterest. Like you never hear. And maybe I'm following the wrong channels, but I don't hear much about Pinterest. Yeah, I don't either. You can't really tout how many followers you have. If most of them don't go view your board. And I wonder why that is like, I guess my gut feeling is that people are more engaged in human lives than they, because Pinterest has kind of become the, here's my wish list for, a home that I'd love to have. Here's my wish list for food that I wish I could actually hairstyles. make. Hairstyles, all this stuff. Whereas Instagram is, this is me, or at least this is the image I want you to see of me. Well, I don't know. I I think Pinterest is still a, it's still a big a network big force to be yeah, reckoned with. It really is. I've like, I've been looking into referral data for a lot of clients and Pinterest is almost always in the top five for a surprising number of clients, even ones that you would never think have anything to do with Pinterest are like the referral data shows that Pinterest is a pretty big segment. Hmm, interesting. I see yeah. Pinterest being valuable for e-commerce websites. Like I definitely yeah. wouldn't ignore. They should build yeah. more on their e-commerce stuff because that is a missed opportunity, I think. Yeah. You mean like purchasing directly within Pinterest? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, they're doing that with, I mean, every network's trying to get into that. Yeah, um, like, what do you mean trying to get into it? You have billions of dollars. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, everyone's competing to be like the, the uh, like Square Cash, and you have Venmo, and now social networks are starting to build that into their own. Like, you can pay people through Messenger. Gmail, you can click the money icon and just send money through Gmail uh, after why, it's connected. Why haven't they done, like, a, a phone-to-phone, like, through Bluetooth, you know, like... You remember when Obama was first elected, they came out with the app that was the, the Bump It? Bump like, It, yeah. yeah. You, or Bump, I think it was called. Yeah, like yeah. touch your phone. Yeah, you touch your phone and, <laughs> and you exchange uh, contact information. Information. <laughs> well, why don't they do that with... Really? With <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like just like uh, we just like tap phones and it's like boom, you just paid me the twenty bucks you owe me. But why? You're just adding like why not do that without tapping? Or phones? not tap? Yeah, just through Bluetooth. I mean, you could. But tap why? Why Bluetooth? Fun. Or whatever. I don't know. Because they you do use. that. Because they do that through cellular. Oh, or, or cellular. I don't care. That's, that's there. Why. I mean, that's Venmo, pretty much. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I use Venmo. I I love Venmo. And you don't even have to be within. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just like adding extra regulations. I kind of, okay, you're, you're right. But I want it, I want it to be easier. I don't want, I want it to be native to the app or to the phone. Okay. I don't want to open an app. Like, I think it would be cool if, you know how you can flip from the bottom and you get like your flashlight calculator, things like that. You just click on one of those and amount. And then, um, it's kind of like air, uh, airplay, right? You just airplay it to them. And they show up, their little picture shows up, and, and it's just amount and their little icon, and boom, it oh, sends man. it off. I don't know. I don't know that I... You don't know what? I don't know that I you would use, use it, it enough to, to want it. be bugged by opening an app. Plus the problem with that... I, mean, I would open the app if that was my option. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> I do. Well, that's my only option. I mean, for them, like, because for that to work, you swipe up and you see people, they would have to be within the vicinity, similar to AirDrop. Yeah. Which, what if I want to send money to someone? Have a favorites list. Yeah. People that you borrow money from all the time. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about this. Go pitch it to Apple. I don't know. I haven't really thought it through, but I feel like there's got to be an easier way to transfer money than... It's um, just not that hard. It's though. not that like, hard, so. but it's, that's the world we live in. You know, things that aren't that hard are still just a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. If you had an Android phone, you could customize your... Lock screen and all that to just the problem easily with having an Android phone is that I would kill myself before I would ever <laughs> use that function. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> oh, I had one comment, but I don't. I had a, I had a comment about this topic, and then I had uh, I don't know this conversation, and then I had another uh, thing I wanted to say. I've noticed about my. Well, I'll just say it, and I'll think of the other one. I've noticed. That as I've been using Facebook, I don't know if you guys have noticed the uh, instant articles. Uh, have you seen like little lightnings in the corner when you're on mobile? And uh, yeah. You click on it and the article instantly opens up. No loading pre- time. It preloads. I don't uh-huh. know what you're talking about. Really? You've never seen any? It's only on mobile and only within their app. Yeah, if you're but in what, what app? Facebook app. Facebook app. Oh, Facebook. Which you I use don't app? use. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, you know, Facebook is not the network that I use the most hmm well many especially if you follow like tech companies they're pretty good about like venture not venture v uh tech crunch the verge most if not all of their articles are instant articles but it's cool because you click on it and it it uploads and i thought i would hate it i think i mainly hated it because i was like thinking of the money side and it's like well how if this is the future how the heck am i supposed to make money but now they're already figuring out ways. But I've noticed that I'll, someone will post an article now, and if I don't see the lightning in the top corner, I'm, like, way less likely to oh, click on what? it. what? Come on. And Why? I used to never be like Why? that. Why? Just yeah, I mean, because, like, I, that, that five seconds, seconds of loading. Like, not still, even five seconds. Not even five seconds. If I'm on the road and I'm on my crappy 3G. Then you should not be on your phone. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I'm, I'm on my phone, though. Like, are you like, driving? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta read this or article. If, the if I'm like green. sitting at a restaurant or I'm in line or I'm in a waiting room. No, and... I'm talking about when you're driving, you're not reading articles. No, I'm not reading articles. I'm driving. Oh, well, that was the example you used when I'm driving and I'm on my crappy Well, he did 3G. say, he did say when I'm on the road. When I'm so. on the road. All right. When I'm like out of my traveling. groove. Oh, traveling. Okay. Oh, well now, 
What I just made sense, then he just <laughs> he just ruined same his thing. <laughs> We're yes. trying to save you here. I'm just saying. I have noticed that I never thought uh, I what? would say that, but I, I was I, I I recognized it like two days ago. It's like holy cow! I'm not going to click on this because it's inst- It's not instant, and I just kept scrolling. Hmm. Like, I don't I don't use their app because you can't use the messages feature within oh, yeah. the app. What is with that? Yeah, I hate that. that. Why did, so why I just did they use, build a second app for that? I just use their mobile web page, and you can get the messages there. No, seriously, what is the logic? I don't know. I, I think it's know. because their messaging app is... They're trying to, like, make it a thing. Yeah. Like, messaging well, is it's huge. It's been that way for a long time. But, I was thinking, is it, like, well, I mean, you put the messaging thing on the original... Because the Facebook app is already kind of big. You add the messenger stuff, it becomes, like, an even bigger app. Because some people are more cognizant of what apps, you know, and if... If they get that message that says you're out of storage and they go to settings and they see Facebook is at the top, are they more likely to delete that? I don't know. Maybe I, I think that it's more like, it. I mean, when I say they're like, I think they're trying to make it a thing like WhatsApp is a thing. Like its own separate from Facebook. Now it's not part of this platform, although it still kind of is. But I think they want it to be a whole messaging service that, and they're adding features to it to make it more robust. But I think that's the reason why they broke it out. But I'm super annoyed that they like force you to use that app if you want to use a Facebook mobile app. So have you been annoyed for like two years? No, I just deleted my Facebook app and have never used it since. And it's fine using the mobile. Although oh, you, you, you mean like the I go online. to Safari and oh. type in Facebook.com. Is oh, WhatsApp wow. still available? Because I, I know so. Facebook sure bought them. Yeah. yeah so it's weird available. that they They're own WhatsApp. Against themselves. And then, uh, but I think the goal is, and it seems like, like Snapchat doing trying to do the same thing. Every network is competing to replace your text messaging. Right. And so by having like Facebook wants you to like not even think about the native uh, messaging, it's done through Facebook or it's done through most of the people I talk to that don't use text, but use a social network. Snapchat seems to be doing a lot better. Uh, in can that we talk area. about Snapchat? What? Can, can we, we talk, talk about, about Snapchat? You want? <clears throat> so, uh, I was recently shamed by an, un- un- an unnamed party for not knowing anything about Snapchat and yet being a digital marketer. So you don't I, know their name, or you're not revealing. Their I'm name. not going to reveal their name. It was like a YouTube comment from some <laughs> yeah. made up name. Yeah, a YouTube comment on some video that I uploaded about <laughs> my everyday life about my struggles with Snapchat. Anyway, I created an account in Snapchat. I think I added you, Jacob. I didn't add you because I don't think you're on it. I'm on it. You are? Brandon Hassler. You added me where? In Snapchat. When? Yesterday. Last night, actually. Oh, I don't get notified, so I only oh. see that when I log in. Uh, tell me about Snapchat, because I hate their app so far. Okay, <laughs> so I'm definitely not the right person to ask, because the only reason I downloaded it is so that uh, I could do f- weird stuff with my wife. Like, I was not planning on adding <laughs> any... I've not, to this day... <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was your complete intention. No, 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 no. Like, like neither one of us were on there, but we thought this would be kind of fun to like use their filters uh-huh. and just like share weird like funny pictures. Not like not like weird, you know, like weird stuff. Uh rainbow turn, coming out, out of your mouth. Yeah, exactly. It turns out I was the only one who was interested in it because she does she never uses it. I tried to get my wife to install it last night with me and she 
she only has enough space on her phone to take like two pictures of our kid every day. And she's like, <laughs> no, I'd, I'd rather take pictures of our kid because I, I, so she didn't install it with me. Yeah. Well, the thing is with Snapchat, my kids love it because I'll, we'll, I'll use the filters with them and I save those pictures and those are the ones that I like show people when I'm showing them pictures uh-huh. of my kids. But uh, anyway, so I have not added a single person and I didn't even know that I would just like show up. So how did I, how did I show up in your, I think it's was it because, a suggested friend or something like that? I think it's because I allowed them access to my contacts and then it would say who oh, is on Snapchat for my contacts. Yeah, that's gotta be it. So I, I have never Snapchatted anyone except my wife huh. and I just barely got on like maybe six weeks ago. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I, I like, it's foreign to me. Snapchat. Yeah. I never thought I would be on Snapchat. The interface is just so confusing. Like it is weird. I really don't get it. Yeah, it is a little weird. Brandon, I'm, on, I'm hours. Time. I'm hours into this platform. So give me some time. Maybe next week I'll report that I now know more about Snapchat. But well, I, I think have, it's because we associate social networks with like uh, words of the feed. Where so it's just like the way our minds are programmed. Well, because it has it a is. feed. It has a feed, doesn't it? Yeah, but a- accessing it is weird. Like the camera is the first thing you see. It right. goes right to the camera. And then it's almost like it's a D-pad, like uh, your your conversations are over here, your feed or the stories are over there, swipe down, and you can go to your contacts. And so once you get that down, it's a lot easier. And so, so, so okay, beyond just the interface, how do I get, like, how do I get followers? How do I access content? I, I mean, it's quite obvious how to get into the the stories from big brands and stuff, but like, how do I follow someone who's a popular snapchatter so most popular snapchatters many you may have seen like people they have like their snapchat qr code icon as their like twitter profile uh-huh. or their facebook oh is that what that is and yeah. so you can just open that's up a this secure QR code. code yeah it's a special yeah wow, only the dots around it is what uses it to identify uh-huh. and the ghost is whatever you want so yeah. I could be looking at my Facebook feed here and, oh, Gary Vaynerchuk's on, on Snapchat. And so I, all I have to do is just pull my snap, take a photo, and it immediately recognizes and then adds him as a friend. They've recently introduced links. So now you can finally, like in your Instagram profile, like put a Snapchat link. But just in is, there. is it just one link like Instagram? It's like, uh, yeah, well, they've introduced links that you can use for other social networks. So like linking to... To Snapchat. Yeah, and it goes directly to So you can't there. link from Snapchat out, though, still. Uh-huh. Anywhere, even in your profile. Yes. Yeah, I think it would have to be through your personal messaging with people. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's I have a love-hate relationship with Snapchat so because... Do you, do you have people that follow you? Yeah, I have. It's mostly friends. Uh, How many so, followers do you have? I don't know. I haven't... I, probably only, like, 20. Like, not many. But the, the cool thing is the engagement is high. Like almost every time when I post a photo or a video, people will comment back uh-huh. on it. But uh, it's interesting because I, well, I was in California last week and I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture of this. It's like, well, did I take it with Snapchat? Because in 24 hours, it's going to be gone. And it's like I'm in this mindset where you're, like, you're building up your cool content, your cool photos, just like your Instagram but on the flip side, it's kind of cool to have that live, it's not live, live feel, but as you go through the stories, it's like, here's what's happening with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk today, or uh, my friend from high school, here's what he's doing today. And so, and, and it kind of like encourages you to get on because you don't want to miss out on. It's not the same though, like Facebook feed shows you everything, the most recent Twitter. Yeah, but it stays on the platform. So basically there's no incentive. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I use 
uh, Snapchat as a uh, camera, basically. So I use the filters, and then as soon as I, I get a picture that I like, I just save it to my camera. Have you used Masquerade Wait, you can, so you can no. save it? Yeah, you can save the pictures. That it's you not take. take it. So what you're saying, you just said you take it and it's gone. You take the photo. If you if leave it, it on your Snapchat, it's gone. But you can there's a you can download it to your device. Save button. Yeah, it's your story is what it's called, and your story is it'll just show the last 24 hours of uh, of all the videos and photos that you've been posting. Basically, what these brands are doing. Uh huh. Or yeah, individuals. It's like I follow but, a lot of. But I mean, if you swipe, if you swipe left, you see like BuzzFeed, Vox, Vice. Yeah, Wall so those Journal. ones, those, those are, are, those are uh, their stories, basically, right? Yeah, they're advertisements, basically. They pay like seven hundred and fifty thousand a day. Speaking of swiping right, should we talk Jeez, about Tinder? Louise. Just uh, kidding. Hey, real quick though, <laughs> no if intention. You're, if you're only using Snapchat for the filters, if you download Masquerade, it's M S Q R D. It's far better. Like that's the whole purpose of the app is like the facial stuff. And it stuff. probably has more filters. It has tons are more. They, are they like cartoony stuff? No, it's like like it'll make you look just like Leonardo DiCaprio. Wait, spell like that have, again? Like, they have, uh, it's Masquerade, so M-S-Q-R-D. Jimmy Kimmel featured it on his show, and then they ended up making it so you could look like one of the filters is you look like Jimmy Kimmel uh, hmm. or Guillermo, and they do oh, face yeah, swap and all that yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I think Facebook actually bought them. Yeah, Facebook bought them, and Mark Zuckerberg did his stupid Iron Man video where he's, like, working at his desk, and then his, like, Iron Mask thing flips off. It's far more, like, Snapchat, you have to, like, press it and try to, like, get the face going. Sounds like I don't need Snapchat anymore. Yeah, so if that's all you're using Snapchat for, Masquerade is 10 times better. I have more questions about Snapchat from the expert Snapchatter here. What what is live? Live so, is here on the screen. I see discover and then live. So when you're like is in that areas, like it's it's what's happening right now with like events. So if there was um, if the Super Bowl is happening and you were in the, and the phone detected you were nearby, yeah, or but you're this in thing like is, this thing's coming from Iceland. Yeah, sometimes it's random stuff. Are they like, are they paying to be there? Uh, I don't think so. It's usually when they notice like a lot of posts from what I, and if you're listening and Uh correct me, if they see a lot from a location, they'll figure out. So whether it's like, I've seen stuff where it's like a BYU football game, but then when I was in Santa Monica at the pier, it just popped up and Uh you could like contribute photos. So it's all those people who are in the area on Snapchat. And then you basically have this 24 hour feed of everything going on. So if there's a protest or a rally going on and a lot of people are sharing It'll it'll appear in the live section, so you hmm. can see, and, and it is localized. So these are all chat Snapchats coming from different people in the same event. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and it's also a way to, I guess, get noticed because so, you're able yeah. to get in that feed. So, could you theoretically manipulate this to have an event happening if you had enough people participating? I suppose. I don't know. Huh. That's my guess. So, the only thing that's kind of wrong with what you were saying is this stars at AMFAR Gala is the same event that was on my phone last night when I installed Snapchat. Is it like a multi-day thing? I don't think so. These events, like these videos, look like they're happening at nighttime. Hmm. I wonder what shows up on mine. But I don't even know where my phone is. Did you lose it? Heck. So this is in Snapchat. You swiped right? Uh, Well, you're moving your thumb to the left, so whatever that is. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and what do you think? Oh, I'm saying I'm seeing stars at AMF. Yeah, Bar Gala. that that that's the same event that was on my thing last night. 
And I have the Iceland thing too. Yeah. Yeah, I never really look at the live. I've never cared. Interesting. Like, what what will happen if I click on it? I just did. What's it, gonna happen? It'll just play a story. Oh, it opens a door. So if you go up, then it shows you other Snapchats from that event. Oh dang, this is like in depth, man. Okay, so I'm gonna be spending uh I'm I'm actually doing a little experiment where I'm gonna spend the next thirty days on Snapchat at least once a day. So that I can learn how the platform works and how I could manipulate it. It's got to be uh, one event that tons of people are Snapchatting and they can make a, con- a collection mm-hmm. of stories that you can basically, it's kind of like um, they're recreating that event and you get different perspectives and different angles and different views. It's actually yeah. kind of a cool, this gala, 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 this gala is a little yeah, the more and the more you follow, the more interesting oh, it is. Can, you, if you swipe down, it gives you different things, but you can tap and it takes you to a different um, thing. But yeah, the ads are also really cool. Like I think Snapchat advertising is the most beautiful advertising out of every single social network. What do you mean beautiful? <clears throat> like just the way the way it's presented. Like if I were to click on. I don't know, Vice or Comedy Central. I think people like Cosmopolitan, they still do. Yeah. And People Magazine, just the way it appears, like, I don't, there's no way to describe it. It's just, it's a full screen ad. It plays smoothly. The graphics are crisp. And the, uh, you can, it'll give you like a little preview and you can swipe up and it'll give you the full article. So it's just a great branding tool if you had the cash. I don't know how they're affording it. But so you think they've come down from the initial seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars per day? I don't know if they have. I've heard, and I'll have to look into that. But I can't imagine the ROI on that. Like McDonald's yeah. was one of the first ones to to advertise on uh, Snapchat. Today it's, uh, I guess they've dropped their ad rates to levels starting at fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. But still, you think about right here sixty. It sounds expensive. Like I even did the math for the seven hundred and fifty thousand, and with the amount of views that you'll get on, because think about it, it's, it's as if like you're on your Facebook feed and there's a button that's on everyone's where it's the Wall Street Journal. You're going to get a lot of people that are going to click on that. So if you actually average out the cost per view, it's like fifteen cents a user with how many people are going to watch that video. So you so get a lot that, of eyeballs. Is that what you're paying for? You're paying for you're paying for the every, eyeballs. Every user who has Snapchat. Yeah, I mean every yeah, every single person who has Snapchat, that ad is going to be available there. As so they add I, more I though, remember, it's going to get tougher. What about like targeting? Like can't you specify demographics and location? Well there's Why only they... there's only like fifteen yeah, it's very small publishers that actually use it. So when, as a user, you see all of them, like, uh, and you choose to watch it. Like, if you don't want to watch ads, then you don't watch them. But yeah, so these are that's it. Just those. That's every single publisher that's using it. That doesn't make sense to me. I think Snapchat. The thing I like about it is they're changing the way paid advertising is done. Whereas you look at networks like Facebook, it's still in your face for many times. Like our SaaS product is, <clears throat> you know, tw- get 20% off because it's so amazing. You're like, okay, I don't care. And you keep going on. Whereas these ones, you're forced to tell a story. And you'll notice many of them are already content companies. 
that and so they just share like here's what's going on with cnn and yeah and all that stuff so it's interesting because you're you're learning like it's actual information it's real content but you're remembering who it's from it's very effective i do i do like that discover portion so far it's the only network where you are choosing to essentially watch a paid advertisement but you don't realize it. it's not all paid like each like it's every five swipes there's usually an ad but they're not all ads I mean, they're ads. Yeah. Yeah. Ads in the sense, uh, the way we think of ads, yeah, it's, I should say branding. Like, yeah. People, a lot of people are turned off, like, oh, they paid for this. Uh, I just got manipulated. Whereas this one, it's like, they paid for it and you learned something really interesting. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I, what I wish, at least having used this for less than 24 hours, I wish that Discover section had more people. And that I could discover, like, I want to, I want to see like, who are the top Snapchatters that I could add and follow their stuff. Yeah. Um, that's what I want to see instead of just being forced to select from these 17 publishers. Like it was hard to find more content outside of just those publishers, which I guess if your Snapchat is great because they can just charge a ton of money because I'm kind of forced into that stuff unless I have a lot of friends using it. Hmm. Let's, um, let's change the topic just a little bit. Uh, a few weeks ago, I got we got an email uh, at, at inbound at below the fold io from from a guy named Aaron Vitus, and he was interested in becoming a guest. He wanted to come on the show. Well, a couple weeks ago, we uh, or a few weeks ago, we changed the format to where we don't typically bring people in studio, although we're still open to that. But we've kind of added the phone uh, functionality to our show. And he left his phone number in his email, and we haven't talked to him yet. I was thinking maybe we could call him up and get his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give him a call. All right, Aaron. He lives in Columbia. I mean, Columbia. <laughs> he lives in Canada. Let's see if we can get him on the line. Aaron, find us. Aaron, this is Jacob Perry. Yes. From the from the below hey, the fold. Jacob, how you doing? Good man. Hey, I got your email. No, not a problem. So, um, I don't know how I don't know if or how often you listen to the podcast, but uh, one of the things that we do is uh, we randomly call people. So I've got Paxton and Brandon on the line as well, and uh, we're we're recording a show right now. Oh, well, I'm on a ferry headed out to uh, an island. No, that's fine. Actually, typically we, we kind of have a topic and, and uh, if you even have two to three minutes, uh, that's usually the length of time that we kind of pull someone on the call. Uh, sure. So I, I from your email, it, it sounds like you have some digital marketing experience and uh, we, we're kind of on a topic that every once in a while we get on a topic where we kind of love to get the insights of other digital marketers. Um, let me let me uh, actually let me pass it off to Brandon. He can kind of introduce the topic and and we can get your insights. Sure, no problem. I know right now <laughs> right now we're uh we are talking a lot about well, let's see. I know we're talking about Snapchat. Um but what was the underlying I think we're just kind of uh, talking about are the different social networks that are out there, but specifically Snapchat. Have you used because it's kind of 50-50 from a lot of people. Like, it's a big network, but 
Some people have never touched it, and others are obsessed with it. What's kind of your It's kind experience? of like there's a spectrum. There are, there are those people who uh, absolutely love it and are, and are on it all the time, and, and those people who have never touched it and know nothing about it. What, what side of the spectrum are you on? Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> really? Time, I think, yeah, I, uh, it's funny. When you think about uh, a social network or you think about kind of UI or UX design, Basically, it falls down in every respect. Like it's not, it's, it's kind of hard to use the, you know, the user interface and user experience is pretty like not great, um, but it's fun. And I think that's the interesting part is that it, it somehow, whether by accident or by design, hit on a little bit of exclusivity, a little bit of kind of hard to use, so it keeps a lot of people out, but keeps kind of intriguing. And what I really love about it is that it seems to be a much more intimate connection than a Facebook, um, a YouTube, or, you know, Twitter. Uh, what I've noticed it does is, like, you can't be passive on it. Uh, it's very hard to not engage. And that's why I think it holds attention. And that's why I think it's been very, um, it's, its popularity has kind of exploded. And DJ Khaled just being the weird other that he is, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of brought people brought people to it. I've been using it for eh, about five six months now, and every day I try to yeah, I try to share like, hey, there's a little bit of wisdom on building a business, or entrepreneurship, or digital marketing, and then I also, you know, hey, here's some cool stuff going on in my life. People I meet, I, I run my old I run my own podcast from Inflection Point, where I interview the CEOs of hundred plus person companies about how they got to where they are, and What's interesting is like every time I meet with somebody, like I'm Snapchatting that, and you know we take parts of the of the interview and stuff. So it's like I try to make it fun, um, and I get more engagement out of out of Snapchat than I do on Facebook or Twitter. So I'm like, all right, I'll keep I'll keep using that. So so Aaron, uh, how it seems like based on what I've been learning, I just joined Snapchat yesterday, which is kind of why we're talking about this. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Based on, based on what I've been learning, it seems like the majority of building a relationship with uh, or building a following on Snapchat has to do with stuff you do outside of the platform and then bringing people in. Is there anything that you do within the platform to build and increase followers? Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's kind of funny. It's all the same at the end of the day. I'm trying to people. So what I tend to do is like somebody new adds me. Um, I, you know, direct message them or I send them a, I send them a direct app and say like, hey, how's it going? Like, how you doing? Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, and I find that like, you know, seven times out of ten, somebody's responding and, or six, seven, yeah, sometimes out of ten responding and you get to learn a little bit about somebody and, and form a connection and it's kind of funny, I've met some very random people that I'm going on a world trip later on this year and there's another couple that I met. Uh, they're traveling as well and we're going to meet up. That was Wow, that's um, awesome. I would suggest kind of building an audience. We're um, just kind of trying to find people to follow. I really love the Ghost Codes app. Uh, it's Ghost, what, what, what's it called? Ghost Codes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check the name on it here. Huh. Uh, my phone's locked. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, we can yeah, check you. I, I just oh, looked it up. It looks it looks right. Ghostcodes.com. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Codes. So yeah, basically it allows. You they have different categories. I'm in the new. Well, I was one of their eh, fairly early users, so I'm technically in the news category. They didn't have the entrepreneurship category when I signed up, um, but basically it just has different categories like entrepreneur, entertainment, comedy, news, and 
you can put your profile in there. People can throw you kudos and likes. That doesn't really mean anything. But people can also download your snap code, which is actually how you connect with people. It's just a, a QR code. Um, so that, the, that I found is a good way. I think of it as kind of like the Discover, the Discover tab for, that, uh, for Snapchat. So I have one question. Um, one of the big concerns that a lot of people have, and I have a love-hate relationship with it, is uh, I will I will watch something amazing happen right in front of me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to capture this. Putting it on Snapchat, it, it's annoying how, but I understand at the same time, it's only available for 24 hours, whereas everything else is permanent. Um, and then, like I said, I, I understand it because I like it as a user almost, but at the same time, I hate it as a content creator because you're putting all this work into like creating this amazing story and then it's gone. Uh, what would you say to, and I know that's kind of a general feeling, not among users, but among like the marketing industry who's still obsessed with content, content, content. What's kind of your response to that thought process? Well, I think there's two things. One, you can always download a snap, like, on your phone. Um, so what I've done in the past is there's a particular picture or a video that I've shot that I, I thought was valuable, and obviously, like, the video is, like, 15 seconds. So, you know, you know, if you can get a nugget, a particularly good nugget down, I download it, and I post it to Twitter, I post it to Instagram, um, and I find that very useful uh, because it's, like, it gives, A, it brings more people into Snapchat, B, it, yeah, there is that you're able to share some of that, uh, what you're creating for posterity. Uh, the other thing is, I think, and some brands have really gotten to this, um, it, it, they, I, think, I think we think our content is very precious, when in fact nobody really cares. Um, you know, most content, even though we put a lot of love into it, most people are just consuming it passively. So we have to remember that, always keep that in mind, and know that, like, it's okay that, uh, like I saw Zappos something I thought was brilliant with DJ Khaled's Snapchat where they have him and I'm sure he's he's of course being paid for this, but he's doing deliveries to fans, like Zappos deliveries to fans. And like I saw that last week ago and I'm still talking thinking about it. So like eh, can you really measure that? No, but uh, you know, can you measure that brand sentiment? No, not really. But what I think is smart is suddenly got a connection with someone and that's very valuable so you're going to be able to over time it's like any content marketing to play people are going to pay attention to you you're going to you know that the garrett the classic gary vaynerchuk you're going to share you're going to share you're going to share you're going to get value and then it's just time you're going to push somebody or something um and i think using snapchat because the connection is so direct and because there's so much attention like you can't consume it passively it's really hard to the nature of the app that I do think when people do go for that app eventually and your brand and you're going for that app, hey, go buy this, um, it, that, it will be that much stronger. Uh, another guy that I think does that really well is Chase Carver, Creative Live. Uh, yeah. really, I feel a really good Snapchat channel and does a good job of that. Give value, give value, give value. And then, hey, this is what I'm up to. You know, take an interest in it, sign up for it, whatever. Uh, hey, Aaron, thank you so much for putting up with our impromptu call. Uh, like the audience should know, he had no idea we were calling. And I have to say, I'm pretty impressed with your ability to just like pull random knowledge. And that was super valuable. So thank you. Um, <laughs> no problem. 
And we'd love to have you back on the show to talk about something that you actually want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> so, so we'll be in touch to something, set something up uh, a little more uh, structured next time. Does that work? Not problem. You guys have my contact info. Well. Yeah. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Thank Thanks, you Aaron. so much. We'll see you. No problem. Talk to you soon. Bye. That was good. I was a little yeah. worried. I was a little worried that uh, kind of catching him off guard would. He handled that like a champ. Yeah, he did. I thought that was really That was good. impressive. Where are we at with time? Uh, I think we're about ready to wrap up. All right, let's wrap this baby up. <clears throat> so if you are to uh, take one little nugget of information from this conversation, what would it be, Pax? Uh, <clears throat> I have to say uh, ghost codes is going to be where I go next. I'll find, have to check in Find uh, the popular Snapchatters. Uh, my nuggets, he brought it, I guess he reminded me, he, he said attention. And I think that's one thing Snapchat has over the other social networks is when you're watching something, you have that person's complete attention. Like you are a hundred percent of their screen and you can't say that about the other social networks. And, uh, he mentioned how Snapchat does a really good job. They're very strategic, how they want you to use Snapchat as the default camera, because you can download everything you post to Snapchat but you can't upload. So if you if you see some crazy crash happening and you record it on your normal camera, you're not going to be able to get that on Snapchat, at least not yet. And I don't see them changing that. Like it, it gets people in the habit of almost like replacing where their camera icon normally is and just putting Snapchat there. And that's why it opens up right into the camera. You capture it, and then you can just you can still distribute it among your other social networks, which is cool. So very smart move by Snapchat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's the end of our episode. Uh, reach out to us on Snapchat if you want. I mean, below the fold, we don't have a Snapchat, but you could probably find our individual ones if you want to follow us. You probably won't get much content from me because I don't use it, but uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at below the fold IO or below the fold IO. And, uh, and you can always email us at inbound at below the fold.io. 